today we are talking money. Money, honey. Yes, child. If you guys have been following me for a while, if you've listened to a few of my podcasts, you know money is something I struggle with deeply, deeply. I struggle with, and and what I've realized recently is my struggle isn't with money itself. It's my lack of control I feel I have when I have money. And that is what we're talking about today. Because I know if I struggle with this, then ladies, girls, sisters, loves, I know you guys do too. It's hard. And I'm reading this book now called We Should All Be Millionaires by Robert Rogers. And girl, if you have not read it, it's time. It's time. We Should All Be Millionaires. If you have not read that book, it's on Kindle Unlimited for free. I'm. It's probably like $14 on Amazon. It is worth the read. Because what I'm learning is how much propaganda, how much conditioning, and how much programming has been put into women's minds about how much money they can earn, how good they are with money, and what they are allowed to do with their money. Reading this book, I'm learning how many things, how many opinions of myself with money aren't actually my own. They're what somebody else has told me about my ability to handle money. And so now, as an adult, I'm having to unlearn everything about the what I know about money. And I'm sure a lot of you do too. I'm sure a lot of you do. It's a struggle. We are struggling hard. Inflation is a bitch. I can't buy a house. Girl, I am in so much debt. It suffocates me. But today, this week, I've had a change of pace. And that change of pace includes learning about my financial situation in a way that I haven't thought about it before. For so long, people tell you just to budget your money. Well, I am learning that maybe budgeting isn't the right method for everybody. And honestly, when I hear the word budget, it makes me want to gag. No one wants to feel like they have to penny pinch and control everywhere their money goes and they can't buy the nice Starbucks latte because it's not in the budget. No, that's, I feel like that is the wrong way to think about money. Yes, you should have some general idea of where your money should be going each month to cover bills and expenses, but as for the rest, I feel like we should change our idea of budgeting money to observing money, observing where our money goes, observing how we spend money, observing the emotions behind what we purchase. And I think if we were steady observers of our financial habits instead of trying to control our financial habits we would see a difference because we would see the patterns. And when you see the patterns, you can change them. So I have created this new method, y'all, and it is helping me so much. I'm putting all of my financial situations in my notes app. And I know that might sound like, okay, good for you. You're putting it in your notes app, but hear me out, ladies. I have tried every form of budgeting possible. I've tried it in notebooks. I've tried it in like my iPad notebooks, I've tried an Excel sheet, I've tried all forms of budgeting. But the one thing that always gets me is I never go back to it. It's so easy to hide from it, it's so easy not to look at it, it's so easy to feel like it's scary and I don't wanna face it. So I just use them for a while and then I put them away. 
And what good is that doing me? None. It's doing me no good at all. So I realized I need a simpler method. I need a simpler way. I need an easy access way, form, place to get to my money, to get to understanding my money. So what I've done is I've put my, what I call it is my spending diary in my notes app. I've made an entire folder just for my spending. So in that folder, I wish I could show you this, but this is a podcast, so I'm just going to have to explain it the best I can. I've put, I've basically created a budget, a spending diary in my notes app. And so what that means is I've created a separate note for each month of the year. And in those months, I have my income. The best part about the notes app is you can add and delete rows to tables you create with no problem. It's very, very easy. And what I always found the problem with regular budgets was it had a set template of how many incomes you could have. And in this day and age, everyone is freelance. Everyone has a side hustle. Everyone is trying to earn multiple streams of income. And you never know where all of your incomes are coming from that month. So having a place where you can easily add more is so helpful. So helpful. That, that trick right there was the reason I was like, oh, this is going to work. So now that I have so many sources of income, I need to be able to track all of them. So I made one table for my income streams. And if I ever get more money, it's so easy to add another table in. And then I have one table for my expenses, my bills that have to be paid, my rent, utilities, gas, groceries, all of that. And then last but not least, I have a table for all of my spending. So every single thing that I buy, I write there every single thing immediately after I buy it. And it's been so helpful because I always have my phone with me. There's no excuse not to have my phone with me. And that's why it's so simple because when you have a budget on your computer or your laptop or your phone or anywhere else or in a piece of paper on a notebook, it's so easy to just be like, no. But when it's on your phone, you have no excuses. You have to look at it. So that's what I'm teaching myself. And By observing my habits, I'm realizing where I'm spending my money and the emotion behind it because I have a section for spending. And when I have spending, I have a column for the emotion behind how I feel after I spend the money on that object, on that thing, whatever it is. So helpful, ladies. And then after that, I have a table for how much income I had at the beginning of the month, how much I had at the end, and what's the difference. And, it, and ladies, it's helping me so much. In that same folder, I also have a section to pay off for debt payoff. And I list all my debts out and I have a separate table for each debt, how much the interest is, how much the rates are, and how much I plan on paying each, each month. And also how much the minimum payments are. So I have everything for my debt in a separate section, a separate note. And then I have one for my savings. I have a savings goal column for that, chart for that. And then I also have an income growth tracker. So since I have so many streams of income now, I have about eight. I have to be able to track how much I'm growing in these incomes every month. So I have a separate section for how much I make from each source of income every month. Along with that, I have my spending observations, which are my financial goals for 2020. So I have 
five bulletin points of my goals, anything I'd like to accomplish this year. So my goals are become in control of my money, fully understand my financial and spending habits, track my spending for one year, save $10,000, get out of credit card debt, ladies, and stop panicking about money. So that's six. But overall, very, very helpful. And at the bottom of that, I have my monthly overall observations. So I have all the months listed out with the emotion behind how I felt about spending money that month, the balance, and any notes I have. This method is helping me so much. I finally feel just a little bit more in control of my spending habits because The thing that's always bothered me so much about my spending habits is never knowing where my money is going. Yes, you can look at your bank statements. Yes, you can look at your bank account app. But if you are not actively pursuing understanding your habits, then you are just passively sitting back and watching your bank account fluctuate every month. And you have no idea what's going on. So I have dedicated myself this year to a new way of life, a new way of being, a new way of thinking about my financial situation. And I think that is the first step to financial freedom. And ladies, if you are on this journey with me, let's go together. Let's go together and read We Should All Be Millionaires. I'm saying it that the book, I'm not even done, and it's changing my life. It's changing the way I think about my finances. It's changing the way I think about how much money I can actually earn. My earning potential is so high and so is yours. So stop selling yourself short. You deserve more, sis. You deserve the fancy dinners. You deserve the fancy cars. You deserve the fancy trips. And you deserve to be able to pay for it all yourself, okay? All yourself. You don't need anybody else. Pay for it yourself. Do what you want to do for yourself. That's all that matters. You deserve that. And now I realize I deserve that too.